You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to the Cindy Stewart Podcast, a source for encouragement as you learn to discover God's dream for your life. With a passion to help you on your journey, here is your host, Cindy Stewart. So it's sad this morning because Jean already read a couple of scriptures that I'm going to preach from. Our declaration is what I'm going to preach about. So uh, God loves to give you confirmation, right? I woke up this morning um, and it was raining. I was like, God, you're so good. I'm going to preach on rain. It's like, yeah, I already knew that. <laughs> he is really good to us. And the worship was amazing. I just, I'm so appreciative, you know. Our heart, our passion is we gather to worship the Lord. We gather to feed on his word. We gather to strengthen as a body of people. We, we gather because God has called us to gather. And um, I know some of you are gathering online, and we just know that there's no space and time in the spirit. And uh, whether you're there or here, we're all at one. We're all one. So God gave me this word while I was in Orlando. I went to Orlando to a prayer initiative called If My People, out of Second Chronicles uh, 7.14, If My People Who Are Called By My Name Will Come and Worship and uh, Pray. And uh, that's not actually what it says. You can, <laughs> you can look it up. All of a sudden, I just got excited about it and just started adding a few extra things to it. But um, I went... And it was powerful, and it was awesome. But you know how when you go someplace, you're sitting there trying to figure out why you're there? And I went at an invitation, and, and you know, I was glad to be there, and it was good. But I couldn't quite figure out why I was there. And it started late, uh, and I'd been up since 4 in the morning, so I left about 9, just as it was really getting started, but I was tired. I was like, I can stay here till 11, but tomorrow will be horrible, and we have prophetic night. So I went, and I was as I was driving back, I just felt like the Lord was going to, you know, visit me. And so I thought, oh, Lord, are you going to visit me in my dreams? Are you going to wake me up in the middle of the night? No. I slept great. He didn't wake me up, didn't visit me in my dreams. I'm not even sure I dreamt anything. But when I woke up in the morning, I woke up early the next morning, um, you know, when you get eight or nine hours of sleep, you can get up early. So I woke up early the next morning and the Lord began to speak to me. And he began to speak to me about the rain. And, um, and, I, and I just uh, said the same, he told me the same thing that you just said. When you were going through worship, you felt a shift. On Friday, he said, there's been a shift. There's been a shift. And I'm like, okay, so, so talk to us about the shift. And we're going to start in Zechariah 9, 14. I've been reading Zechariah for a few weeks, maybe a month or so. I don't really know how long, but I've just been kind of reading through Zechariah. We're going to start in uh, 9, 14. We're going to read some of, uh, or 9, 12, that what Jean also said, but there's been a shift. And, uh, and it is a tangible shift. And I like tangibility. God knows I'm the one who wants to taste it, smell it, see it, feel it. I want it all. You know, I don't want to just know it. I want, I want someone to show up. And it, funny, it was at prophetic night. Um, I kept smelling things. 
like I smelt toast. And I, I just had different, I kept smelling things. And then I knew it was a word for someone about him heightening their senses toward him. But, but then Miguel was telling me that him and Rita were at their house and they don't have bread at their house. I think, you know, everybody's keto now. Nobody eats bread anymore, but, um, you know, they don't really have bread and both of them were on different, in different areas. And both of them began to smell the bread in their house. And, and then uh, Miguel said he picked up his guitar and all he could smell was the richness of the wood, which if you smell the guitar, that's not really, that's not an aroma that comes up. So God is, there's been a shift. There's been a shift of our sensitivity to him. There's been a shift of him beckoning to us. There's been a shift. And I believe it, it really started... Um, uh, at Rosh Hashanah, the beginning of the Hebraic New Year, I believe that's when it started. We're in the Feast of Tabernacle right now, which I'm going to talk about that for just a brief moment in context of the rain. But let's talk. Let's look at Zechariah. We're going to start with verse 12, which I believe uh, Jean read this. It says, Return to your stronghold, you prisoners of hope. Even today, I declare that I will restore double to you. I will restore double to you. You know, when words are given, and usually Noah will take the prophetic words that are given during service and section them differently and put them on our website so you can listen to them over without having to search through the whole service for them. When words are given, you got to grab a hold of that word. You got to grab a hold of that word and expect the double expect that God has released a word and that word wasn't just for the airwaves. It was for you. And we need to understand that we're in a high season of revelation right now. And just because, just even in the, the cycles of the Lord, this is a cycle of revelation. And we have got to say I heard the revelation and I'm going to grab a hold of it and I'm going to chew on it and I'm going to meditate on it because if you hear the word and you just let it pass you by, you're going to miss what God has for you. You will miss what God has for you. So you've got to grab a hold of what's being said and really press into it. Um, it says, uh, verse 13. Well, let me read this other scripture because Jean read it too, but I, I really just want to make sure we get that, that Isaiah 61, 7. So instead of your shame, you shall have double honor. And instead of confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore, in their land, they shall possess double. They shall possess double. Everlasting joy shall be theirs. I know during worship, I felt an overwhelming sense of joy and praise and worship. And that's part of the season we're in is this, these gates of worship that God has called us into. And you say, well, we're supposed to worship all the time. It is true. But you know that sometimes there's a shift where all of a sudden joy is your food. 
you know, you just live out of the joy of the Lord or all of a sudden worship is your food and everywhere you go, you just worship him. You know, there's seasons where intercession, everywhere you go, you're just interceding like Gene was talking about. You know, it's that August, September has been this time of prophetic intercession. So there are seasons of the Lord. And right now the season we're in is worship, it's joy, it's righteousness, it's peace, and it's double portion. So consume those things. It's important for us to consume those things. Verse 13, for I have bent Judah, my bow, and fitted the bow with Ephraim. Now, Judah, you know, we're talking about the divided kingdom, Judah and Ephraim. When Ephraim is spoken of here, it is talking about the northern kingdom, which is Israel. And I have raised up your sons, O Zion, against your sons, O Greece, and I have made you like the sword of a mighty man. And the, uh, then the Lord will be seen over them and his arrows will go forth like lightning. The Lord will blow the trumpet and go with a whirlwind from the south. We are partnering with the Lord in his supernatural arrows that he's sending from heavenly places, in this supernatural host that exists among us, along with what he's sending us as mighty warriors for him. Do you feel the partnership of the supernatural for you? That partnership... Um, Oh, gosh, there's one little scripture I wanted to read. I don't think I wrote it down, but uh, oh, help me, Jesus. Oh, here it is. Uh, Psalms 18, and I didn't give you this, no, I don't think. 1814, it says, he sends out his arrows and scatters the foe. That's what is happening right now. The foe is being scattered. The foe is being scattered. Lightnings in abundance, and he vanquishes them. You know, that's what we have to remember. This is a season of... We are no longer focusing on what the enemy is doing. We're focusing on who our God is, what he says is about to happen. Because what the enemy says is about to happen is called to distract us. But what God says is about to happen, it's his arrow shooting from heaven that is making the enemy flee. That's where we are. You know, right now, we're not hand-to-hand combat. We're spirit to spirit. Our spirit, the Holy Spirit. That's where we're fighting from. And whatever's coming against us, we're looking up and saying, God, see that? What you got? What is your plan for that? Because that's where I'm going. I'm taking what you've given me. I'm taking the supernatural around me. I'm taking the mighty arrows that I carry, and that's what's going to defeat it. I'm not going here first and then asking if that's okay. I'm going there first and saying, that's the best plan we've got, because God's plan is always the best. We are, there's a shift of our mentality. There's a shift of our minds. There is a shift of us being able to look up first before we look out. Because when we look out first, there's chaos, there's confusion, there's fear, there's distraction, there's overwhelm. 
But when we look up first, there's power, there's confidence, there's courage, there's wonder, there's blessings. We're able to see the goodness of the Lord even in the midst of the battle. So we have got to look up first before we look out because God's word has already said that he goes before us. He is a shield around us. He's a wall of fire. You know, know, he is our battle. You know, he is the warrior. So, you know, let him, let him launch the charge. If God's in front of me, nothing can defeat me. I'm telling you, there's some some anointing on this. There's some oil on this. We are shifting from this, and that's what we're going to talk about the rain a little bit. We're shifting from a time of a dry and weary land where there was no water to a time where there's the outpouring of the Holy Spirit that is flooding that dry and cracked land. Okay, Lord, he is so good to us. So we're going to talk about the rain. Let's let's skip over to uh, Zechariah 10.1. It says, ask the Lord for rain. In the season of the Feast of Tabernacles, They ask the Lord for the rain. We are asking the Lord for the rain. We are asking for it in the natural. We're asking for it in the spiritual. So we are asking for the rain because the rain is the sign of God's blessings. Deuteronomy 11, 13 says, And it shall be that if you earnestly obey my commandments, which I command you today. What is the commandment of the Lord? It is to love the Lord, your God, serve him with all your heart and your soul. That is the bottom line. That's the bottom line. If we were going to sum everything up, love God, obey him, serving. That sums up everything. Serve him with all your heart, with all your soul. Then I will give you rain. Say, I'm going to get the rain because I serve the Lord. I love him with all my heart. So he's going to rain on me. He says, I will give you the rain for your land in its season. The early rain, which is this the season we're in now, is the early rain, which begins in October around the end of the Feast of Tabernacles. And the latter rain that you may gather in your grain, your new wine, and your oil. The latter rain happens around Passover. So I'm not going to spend time on the latter rain. I'll probably do that next week because it's important to understand what these next nine months are going to look like. So we can drink in and receive all that the Lord is pouring out. So right now we're in what we would consider in Israel is considered the early rains. October is the early rains. And what it does is it loosens and waters the dry ground that has accumulated from May through September. That is a dry season for Israel, is May through September. So the early rains began to soften the ground. The latter rains come, they're harder rains. You can't have the larger, harder rains in this season because the ground is so dry and hard, it would flood. So this is the, this is the loosening, preparing for, uh, for um, 
sowing and for preparing this for the seed. So this is the this is the early rains, and they begin, like I said, at the end of the Feast of Tabernacle, which ends at this the end of this week. I think it ends at sundown on the ninth. Um, you, if you want to learn more about that. You can send us a private message. Karen does a whole teaching on it, and we're going to start posting it on our gathering page. So be looking for that. But in the early rains, there is a um, a uh, release of freshness over the parchness. And we have been in a parched season. And I believe that this equates to where we are now. We've been through a dry, hard season where the ground has been hard, where it's been dry, where it's been tough. You know, it's hard to break up ground when there's been no water on it. You just have to beat it to death to try to get one stone turned, one, 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 clump, of, one clump of dirt. So we have been in this hard season. We've experienced unprecedented, at least in my lifetime, attacks against the body. But it's, it's not only against the body, it's been against the world. It's been against our economy. It's been against our government. It's been against our families. Uh, I saw, I got a note from one of my friends who's going to see her mom for the first time in six months because she couldn't go see her. So there, there's been against our education system. I mean, my goodness, Google what they're teaching our kids. The shock and awe, you, you will not believe what they're trying to teach our children. So there's been an unprecedented attack against us, against us in this season. And we have experienced a shutdown globally. And I don't know of when there's been another shutdown globally like this. I, I, you know, I couldn't really find in history. If you know, private message me because I'd love to learn. But I want to speak to the church right now. Us, we are the church, we are the body. I want to speak to us right now. And the one word that I just grabbed a hold of in that uh, prayer vigil we went to in, October, in um, Orlando was Jeremiah Johnson said, as the church goes, so does the world. As the church goes, so does the world. Now everybody says as America goes, so does the world, but it is the church that should drive America that should drive the world. That, that's really what we're talking about. We carry a weighty assignment from the Lord to keep our country and the globe moving in the kingdom mindset. But it's not a weight that is too heavy for us to carry because God has given us everything we need according to his word according to his spirit that lives in us to be able to accomplish what we need to accomplish. You know, the God, God gave me a word uh, a couple of weeks ago that said, there's so much revelation pouring from heaven to solve every problem on this earth. And it's the collectivity of the body that brings that solution. So in these early rains, the church is getting a softened heart. We've had, we've had some hard hearts. We've had some uh, bad attitudes. We, we've had some um, things that God's going to ask us to answer for. I saw something the other day, and I'm just going to be honest with you. I saw something the other day about uh, you know President Trump and his wife have COVID, 
and I hope we're all praying for them. I've been praying for them and their whole staff, everyone who has it. And uh, But I have seen uh, some rejoicing that he has it. That's just evil. That is evil. That is evil. And if anyone watching, anyone here has rejoiced that the president has COVID, then get on your face and repent because God will make you answer for that. Our job is to release the goodness of God. Our, our job is not to have a political whatever that sets itself up against the position of God. So um, the church has gone through this season, and I talked about this, I think, last week. The last 18 months, 24 months, there's been a call for repentance. There's been a call for turning. There's been a cleansing of the house of God all over. And, and, and that has softened our hearts. That has allowed us to be able to receive the rain that God is pouring on us. Because when our hearts are hard, we repel moisture. We repel the presence of God. But God has taken us through a season of returning to him, returning to his heart. You know, he says in, in the first of Zechariah, he says, if you return to me, then I will return to you. So we've been in a season of returning to our first love because we've gotten distracted. We've gotten off track. So God has heard the cry of his people. And I want to read 2 Chronicles 6, uh, starting in verse 26. It says, when the heavens are shut up and there's no rain, because they have sinned against you, which is the Lord, we've sinned against you, Lord. When they pray toward this place and confess your name and turn from their sin because you afflict them, then hear in heaven and forgive the sin of your servants, your people Israel, that you may teach them the good way in which they should walk and send rain on your land, which you have given to your people as an inheritance. We're in a reigning season where our repentance has been met with the blessing of the Lord with an outpouring of the Lord, where our repentance has turned our face back to him. You know, our face is like flint before him. We're in a season of worship. This is a season of worship. This is a season of intimacy. This is a season of revelation. And like I said, we are not to take the enemy on. We're to partner with God in how he wants to shoot us as arrows at what the enemy has set against his people. We are the ones who are going to shift the global impact today. We are it. We are it. It's our prayers. It's our declaration. It's our face before God. It's the revelation that he gives us. It's what we declare out in this season. It is us that are shifting. And yes, there's a lot of people out there that are, uh, you know, able to create wealth and do things like that. But it is the people of God who keep us, who keep the world moving in the right trajectory. It's the people of God. And that, that does not shift. So we are working in conjunction with God in a supernatural move in this season. 
and it's happening right now. So when you see something that doesn't align with that, then you speak to it and say, you are not in alignment with what God is doing right now. So we command you to get in alignment. We command you, enemy, to back up, to back off, to step out. Because God is releasing whatever over this situation. We are taking the power because it's a time of divine intervention like we've never seen before. And it's beginning in this early rain. And we're going to see this rain become this flood of presence. And by this time in Passover, we're going to look back over these months and say, I could have never imagined what has happened, what our God has done on behalf of his people. I can never even describe what our God has done. So, so this is a season where everything has shifted. You know, it's like, uh, it's so funny. I was thinking about, um, you know, when I was growing up, we could all be doing something, but when my dad said stop, pin drop, we all stopped. There are five of us kids. I mean, we didn't all say, what do you mean? Why can't we? Oh, no. If my dad said stop, we stopped. And that's what I feel like. There's been a divine stop of what's happening because the Father is speaking a divine intervention, a divine shift in our season right now. Divine intervention, divine shift. And, and you're going to have to war with him to get your release from heaven. You, you may be able to live off of everybody else's blessings, picking up kind of the edge of their blessings, but you won't be able to get the fullness of your own unless you go after it. You're going to have to go after it. You know, um, when we were growing up, my grandfather used to pour his coffee in a saucer. And all of us kids would line up because we would get to sip out of the saucer. But he didn't give us the full cup. He didn't give us the full cup. You might be able to sip off of everybody else's blessings, but you're going to need your own full cup to receive the fullness that God has for you. You are going to have to get in the word. You're going to have to get in the presence. You're going to have to say, today, I'm not doing this because I need God and I need him. And I'm going to cancel whatever it was because I'm going to spend time with him. You're going to have to battle, not with him, not, you know, not against him, but you're battling with him in order to get the fullness of what he has for you. And it's not going to be done by drive-by. God's not doing drive-by God today. God's doing, I want it all from you. You return to me, I'll return to you. This partnership's going to take some work. You can't have a, he's not a silent partner. You can't have a silent partner and think you're going to get where you need to go. Where we are right now is a remnant of God who's decided nothing else but you, God, matters. Whatever you say, that's what I'm going to do. Whatever you want, that's exactly what I want. See my business here, God? I want you in the middle of it. I want you to rain on it. I want you to bless it. It's a raining season, so I use the word to cover my business because it's time for the rain. It's time for the breakthrough. Here's my family, Lord. Here's what's not lined with you. God, I'm just using your word that says it's a season of rain, and you're going to rain on my family because that's what your word says. And I'm going to do whatever it takes in partnership with you to make that shift. 
Here's my region. Here's my country. Here's my nation. Here's the world. Whatever it is, God, I'm going to move in to whatever you've partnered me with because it's a time of divine intervention. It's a time of divine assignment. It's a time to receive the rain from heaven. And be prepared for what's about to be harvested in the spring. The grain, the wine, the oil. We're preparing for a great harvest. And I don't mean just a people. I mean, part of this is this move of God that is going to shake the earth. Are we in for the move? It's got to be all in. It's, 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 it's not a waiting time of season. It's not waiting. You got to be all in. You got to let the water of Ezekiel, you know, then I was up to my waist and then I couldn't, then I just couldn't touch anymore. You got to be all in. It, it, it's not a little here, little there, because if you want a little there, a little here, then that's what you'll get, a little there, a little here. If you want to be a part of this great move of God, then you got to be all in. Because God is reigning on his people. God is blessing his people. God wants to multiply your businesses. He wants to multiply your families. He wants to align our government in a way that we have never seen. And we can talk about everybody who's not following God, everybody who's an atheist, everybody who's demonically controlled. Who cares? I don't care because I know who God is and I know what he's doing in this season. So what I do is I bless them because I know that if I bless them, then they're going to either turn their heart to God or they're going to feel the wrath of God on them. I don't care what everybody else is doing. All I care is what God's doing and what he's called the body to do because that's what I'm doing. I am not worried about a debate that should have never been aired on TV. Oh, oh, we won't even go there because I know God has a plan that's going to circumvent what was spoken there. I know God is aligning us. He is slapping us back into order. He is calling us to do that cadence march together with him. I'm aware of what's going on in the world. But it does not hold me captive. It cannot hold the body captive because our God is greater than anything that's going on in this world. And we're in that, that outpouring of God. I mean, just think of just the breath we had this morning. That's just a taste of what is to come. That is a taste. Look what Sean Foltz is doing out in the... Fields. He came to Tampa. It's just a taste. That's just a small, tiny taste. We're like, oh my gosh, that's so big. Oh, it's just a tiny taste of what we're about to see. The outpouring, the rain of God in this season. So let's get our eyes off of that and get our eyes off of, onto him. Because he is the solution to everything we have. Everything. He is. And when we focus on him, what does the word say? The more we behold him, the more we become like him. So then what happens? We become that solution for everything that we're facing. So we don't have to worry 
or fear or be confused about what's happening in the world because our confidence comes in the Lord. Our awareness, our solutions, our prosperity, everything we need, our healing, it comes from the Lord. That's where we put our focus. I want to end with this word. I'm going to read a couple words, but uh, Psalm 65, verse 9. I'm going to start in verse 9, and I just want to read this over us because this is uh, just like a flood water that he has for us. You visit the earth and water it. You greatly enrich it. The river of God is full of water. Receive the water of the river of God. You provide their grain, for so you have prepared it. The water, it ridges abundantly. You settle its furrows. You make it soft with showers. You bless its growth. You crown the year with your goodness. And your path drips with abundance. They drop on the pastures of the wilderness. And the little hills rejoice on every side. The pastures are covered with flocks. The valleys are also covered with grain. They shout for joy. They also sing. And then the last one is Micah 4, 5. It says, for all people walk, each in the name of his God. But we, say we, but we walk in the name of the Lord our God forever. Amen? Amen. So let's stand. I want to pray over us. I want to pray the rain over us. Um, I'm, I'm so excited about this season, uh, as God began to speak to me about this. And like I said, I'll share on the latter rain later, but I am so excited about this season because I can feel the shift. I felt the shift a week or so ago, a couple of weeks ago, maybe I can feel the shift. And you know, with that, when we declare what God is doing, it, it resonates with our spirit. And what happens as we begin to declare the word that Jean shared, the word I shared, as we begin to declare what happens is we align with what's being declared. And as we align with what's being declared, then everything in us, around us, through us shifts the atmosphere to align with what God is doing. So, Father, we just thank you, God. We, we just declare your reign. We declare your reign on us. God, we just thank you that we have returned to you and you to us, that we are one with you. And God, we are looking to you, the author and perfecter of our faith. We are looking to you, the the solution. You have the solution for everything that faces us, whether it's personal, physical, financial, whatever it is, you have that solution. And we are aligning with you for the solution of the world. Lord, we are just opening up our spirits for you to pour out revelation on us. And we're going to take that revelation and agree with you and release it on the world. God, right now, we're declaring a a global shift unto the Lord. We're declaring divine intervention. We're declaring a supernatural move of armed forces from heaven against the demonic force that has come against us. God, we declare your favor over your people and the blessings of the Lord to come out. Like it says in Amos 13 in the message, it says that it will pour out quicker than we can keep up with. 
that the blessings of the Lord will so saturate your people that it will turn the hearts of those who don't know you towards you. And Lord, we pray for every person that has been selected by the enemy to forge against us. We pray, first of all, for their salvation. We pray that they will be unhinged from the enemy's grip. We pray that they will turn their hearts to you. We pray, Lord, that every person that has been sucked in to the enemy's mantra, it will be broken loose. Their eyes will be open. Their hearts will receive that they will no longer walk in the darkness of the enemy. And Lord, for those who, who have, who have committed themselves only to the enemy, we declare right now that they are bound in Jesus' name, from coming against us, that all of their activities will fall flat, that they will not even be able to speak something and it have any action to it, Lord. Right now, we declare that they are mute and in, unable to complete their assignment in Jesus' name. And Lord, we just thank you for your wall of fire. Lord, we thank you that you go before us, that you're a shield about us. Lord, we thank you that everything we need, you have. And so our access to you is free. It's unlimited. We have free access. It's like a backstage pass at a rock concert. We have a backstage pass to all that you have, Lord. So we open up those storehouses of heaven. We open them up to give us access to the things that we need. And God, we agree with you in your plan. And whatever it is, we will do it. Whatever it is, we will go forward with you. Whatever it is, Lord, the answer is yes. You have our yes, God. And God, we thank you that uh, things will never be the same for us. That not only have we seen an unprecedented evil, we will see an unprecedented glory. God, we thank you for your glory. We thank you for your outpouring over us. We thank you for your reign, Lord. We thank you for your blessings. We thank you that every business will be turned to a profit immediately, Lord. We thank you loss will be paid back sevenfold and a double blessing will come. God, we thank you for employees that if they don't know you, by our witness, they will find you, God. God, may this great harvest be unto you, Lord be unto you and to your glory. And Lord, we thank you that we behold you. Our King, our Lord, we worship you. We bless you. Holy Spirit, we just adore you. Our Father God, we love you so much. We thank you that you love us and you've made a way like we, we don't even understand, but you've just made that way. So we bless and honor you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for your presence. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, for your presence. We love you so much. And all these people said, Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you are encouraged. If you would like more content like this, please visit cindy-stewart.com. We'll see you next time.